What's good? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Kick Phase, the podcast. I am Matthew Walker, and this is... Control your plosives. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my No, bad. just kidding. You good. You good. <laughs> Welcome to Kick Phase the Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Kemp. And we originally started Kick Phase the Podcast to follow the production of our first feature film. And we decided we didn't want to stop there. So this actually isn't Road to Feature. If you haven't seen that, you can go check that out. We sat down quite a bit and we talked about kind of what we wanted to do with this podcast and the direction we wanted to take. And we kind of landed on the same idea that... Mm -hmm. Being filmmakers, we've come to view our lives as a movie. Maybe that's a very kind of self-centered thing to do. I don't know. But there's so many moments where I feel like there's a camera on me. Or like, you know, you feel like there's cameras all around Mm -hmm. you on other people. But it's just like you just view the world through this lens. Kind of like you're reading a book or you're watching a film. You're enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. Or not enjoying it, but it's like, it's a film regardless. Yeah, Um, there's a story there. There's something happening there. Yeah, there's a story there. And I think that's the key thing. Our take on story and film and all that stuff directly influences how we interact with the real world. So we kind of decided to make a podcast that is pretty much letting you view life through the lens, through our eyes, the eyes of filmmakers, and just show you guys kind of what that looks like. Right. So... I guess my question to you, Matt, would be, how do you feel that being a filmmaker has affected the way you move and just view life in general and just who you are as a person? Yeah, that's like a big question. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. But I view life as a story. What does that mean? Right. You view life as a story. There are just certain things in life that happen to you. (laughs) For instance, this past weekend. This past weekend this past weekend yeah um i have a girlfriend me and her you got your heart broke oh man (laughs) i was not ready for this (laughs) all right let's go for it nah i still have a girlfriend but (laughs) all right cool 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 but um we were racing to get to this viewing point of where you could see like the sunset we got there like right at the perfect time and being in that moment with her, we actually like filmed, took a whole bunch of pictures, um, accidentally let my phone just film the whole thing as we were just like holding each other, looking at the sunset. Um, Accidentally. Or I just I just kept le- I le- left it running. Okay. She just wanted to film the moment. She gotcha. wanted to film what was going on. But it like it ran through like a whole 30 minutes and I forgot it was like oh, even okay. on because, oh. you know. That's dope. With my my significant other. But I don't um, know what any of this is like. (laughs) (laughs) As I was just watching the sunset, it's just like I just see it in a story. It's like a perfect moment that just comes together that feels like it was it was written to be that way. Rather Mm. than it just happening. Um, I gotcha. I'm very similar where everything just seems like written. Right. Perfectly written. I don't think a lot of people view like their life as this could be a TV show or yes. this could be on a, in a movie or something like that. But I think we kind of have taken this mindset that so much of what we encounter is like worthy of a story in some way, shape or form. Right. 
maybe it's not everything about that moment, but you just, you pick things apart. You know, you just walk in a restaurant and, oh, the way the cook just did that in yep. the kitchen is just hilarious. Or just like the lighting in here is just as like a perfect mood. And it's just like anywhere you go, you're just always constantly drawing inspiration. Right. We both kind of say this to each other, but we'll just kind of be like in a moment or sitting around and just drawing so much information. And you're just like, man, I want to make a movie right now. <laughs> it's just like, and it can be just the most insignificant moment ever, but it's just, you want to just create. You care about like the details in life? You do. So like there's they're just small, like you just said, like looking up at a street light, seeing the, the way the lighting is. I think you just care about those details because that's just like, that's what makes life what it is. And just really like helps us to tell our yeah. stories and everything like that like for instance we made this short film called kicks kemp actually wrote it but it's just like there's details that you had in your story where it was like there was a kid named willie and you had him with a what is it an ac unit it was like a little fan it was a little fan and like icy bars mm -hmm. and it was blowing like cool air and it's just like there's like those details that I mean, you can miss if you want to, but it's just like it's important to that, like to the story. And like, I don't know if those are moments that have happened in your life or things that you've seen or whatever, but it's just like those are just details that I think I think that we hark back on that try, truly makes that story important relatable yeah makes that ours yeah i don't know film just gives you like another a whole other appreciation for life everything about people revolves around storytelling yeah. and i don't think people realize how much like i think a lot of people don't view themselves as storytellers mm -hmm. um but the reality of it is mankind has been like you know telling stories from the beginning they've been drawing cave art they've been passing stories down everything you learn in life is wisdom from someone else's story i think just as filmmakers we've kind of grabbed like this appreciation i i don't know maybe we just have this optimistic viewpoint but there's so much like purpose behind everything that's happening you know you watch a film and there's bad things that happen there's good things that happen and some of the stories do end tragically yeah. some of the stories end well but both of them have a message or something in the at the end of it right and you can always pull that and you can always pull inspiration from that or just from other places to tell those stories. And I think we have just found a way to go through life and just pick out these things and be really intentional about kind of seeing these moments and just these elements all around us. Um, exactly. And both of us are Christian. So we believe there's a creator and we believe there's someone who's kind of like ultimately weaving that written story, a story. Yeah. yeah. So it's like being storytellers, we have to realize our lives are stories. There's a beginning <laughs> and there's an end and like there's, yeah going to be lows there's going to be highs there's going to be things you face things you go through mm -hmm. um you have to trust that your story is unfolding as writers we say like no conflict makes a horrible story yeah all the i mean like <laughs> i mean truly it's just like there's moments you watch films that you're crying in tears but they're tears of joy but they only came because of the bad things that happen and like yeah the overcoming yeah. and just like i don't believe bad things happen for a reason mm. gotcha. but i believe Good things come from bad things. Mm -hmm. And I think the way my life has played out in the past, everything connects. So it's like I literally have moments where something will happen and I'm like in a natural story, in a well-written story, right. it wouldn't end here. And I've always been able to call when something's not over. Like I'm like, this isn't the end of that story. 
Mm. And it always kind of comes around full circle. I think it's changed my approach on life because I, I know when something has closed and when something hasn't. And by this, I don't mean like, what's a good example of that? I'm thinking I'm of a done with you. Example. Oh. Yeah, you and a friend move apart or something and you're like, I know this isn't over, right? right? And I'm not saying necessarily the full circle is you reconnecting with them, becoming friends with them again. Right. But the full circle may be some huge influence or something they did to, to your life comes up again that helps you do something or that you pass on to someone else or like pulls you into something else or something like that. And then you're like, okay, that's the full circle. Like right. I felt, I know why that happened. It came to an end. So it's not necessarily always like, oh, I'm supposed to reconnect with someone. Right. But sometimes it does work out that way where I'm yeah. like, I know this isn't over. I'm also not chasing down after people or things. Like I realize I have to trust my story and let it do its thing. Right. So it's yeah. not like I'm obsessed over something. Like I'll literally forget about it, but I know like, you know what? It's probably not over. And then it comes back around. Got you. I got so you. So it's kind of changes the way I've gone through life because I know my story has an ending. Right. You know, or we believe that our story is like divinely written. So at the end of the day, it's going to it's a well-written story. Yeah. So I already know that even if it's not necessarily the greatest story as far as like maybe there's tragic things that happen in it. Right. I still know it's going to be a great story regardless. If I believe that I'm that good of a writer, why wouldn't I believe that God is even a better one? Yeah. That God is not a better writer. Yeah, yeah. So whether I want it to be or not, it's being written. Um, it's something that will be told by other people. Maybe not by a mass, but some people will have good stories about me. Some people will have bad stories about me. Some people will be able to take away some stuff, yeah. um, whether it's cautionary or just something encouraging. So that's more so, I mean, that's more so a spiritual look on it. But at the same way, like, I think being a storyteller and a filmmaker is what makes us look at it like that. Yeah. Even if there's negative stuff, I love stories. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's weird to view life that way, but it's like, it's this optimistic outlook of trusting your story and knowing kind of like that a story is being told. And like, if you trust it and let it play out, it's mm -hmm. going to be a great story. Like, right. you know? Is it just, I know I just brought up story. Like I view my life as a story, but like what, how else has it like affected your life besides like viewing the details and everything like that? Like how else has it being a filmmaker push you to move differently in your life than you would before? I do feel like I'm living a movie 24 seven. Right. And the issue with feeling like you're living a movie 24 seven is sometimes you start enjoying it how you enjoy a movie. And that's kind of in the third person. Mm. You yeah. remove yourself <clears throat> from a moment to enjoy what's <laughs> happening around you. You know, this gets me in trouble a lot right. because obviously I'm not there. So let me explain this. <laughs> a lot of times you could be talking to people. A normal person would mm. be in that conversation and they they respond or something, you know. Right. Me instantly, if something is said that i find interesting i start analyzing it as in wow i know matt is screaming at me right now but this is beautiful how the light's yeah, hitting his no. eyes <laughs> 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 yes but no <laughs> so yes yeah, sometimes that will happen and i'll be like wow look at this 
hair light kicking on his or this kicker kicking on the side of his face and i'll be like it's really just insinuating the anger in his eyebrows i have to notate this for when i'm trying to recreate a emotion like this in mm. film but hold up you're taking notes while these things are happening yes i'm taking notes okay and <laughs> sometimes i actually take notes so i have to write it down you know i have notes and notes and notes on my phone and notebooks and everything just pages and pages and pages of just inspiration right i draw stuff from everything literally i could be walking down the street you hear a conversation someone says funny i type down what they said do you have photo evidence sometimes too yeah oh so let me let me explain this i see something that's a cool color i snap a photo of it I see someone walking a certain way. I either videotape it or I'll describe how it's written because I'm like, that's a funny trait to give to a character. Right. So when I'm writing, what I do is look through my notes when I'm like in a place of like, let's just say I'm kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. I'll look through my notes and I'll be like, is there anything here that I can add to this story that will round it out or flesh it out? And I just look through pages of my inspiration and just look for a fit. And a lot of the times I find stuff that helps move my story along or bring more life to it. Mm-hmm. And I think this is what makes like a a good story from a bad story because you're trying to imitate life and what adds character. And I think people overlook these small things such as this is really good for actors too, but like a way someone may like fidget when they go pick up a bottle just right. because that's how they move as a person. And it's like that type of stuff. You give it to a character or add it to a story and it adds just this layer of like just realism. Like detail and character. Detail and yeah. character that you can't get if you're not an observant like person. I mean, person. You got to take this <laughs> stuff in. It's all around you. Right. Um, I'm someone who's constantly collecting that stuff and I geek out on it. Right. So how this gets me in trouble it's like you're sitting across from someone and you're like i have to put this in a film you don't understand this trait you have that's being wasted and i'm sitting sitting at the table across from you trying to stick my phone in my armpit so i can secretly videotape wait so wait has this can you give us an example of this happening i promise you i'm not I'm not being like a weird stalker weird i'm just being like a weird storyteller weird you know it's like (laughs) nah wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute (laughs) i've recorded accents or just the dialect people have from like you know just being in a different city or something it's just like things like that it's like i'm constantly how are you pulling this off let's say if you're sitting on a bus or something and you hear someone talking Mm -hmm. yeah I'm, i'm hitting record and i'm like recording that so i can listen back to it later oh my god yeah. You're like the ultimate like data analyst right now. <laughs> You're like collecting data on people. Like Look, if you didn't do film, you could go into something else. I'll be but. honest. The one thing I would never let someone ever go through is my phone notes. Okay. Because they would read through it and they'd be like, what the? <laughs> they'd right. be like, what is this? What is up with this guy? Because it's just weird notes and <laughs> tidbits of dialogue or like <laughs> just weird things like red shoes tied like this and this. And it's, it's just gibberish. I'm probably the only one that can understand it. Right. Honestly, I can't even understand half of it. I go back and I'm like, what was I talking about? But a lot of it's really helpful. And I think it helps me craft great stories. Dang. You don't you don't experience this at all. Maybe I'm not that great of a storyteller then, <laughs> but 
I do like the takedown things of like what's going on at that point. Like, um, like I what? may not take pictures. I take notes. You um, just don't walk around with scissors and cut off pieces of fabric. Off <laughs> no, 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 like, no, no, no. <laughs> remember this. I don't. I'm not taking things from people like that. But like legit, as I see life happen, I'll take down a note. Right now, how you. I'm feeling in that moment, and walk just up like, with a cotton swab. And <laughs> like, can I get <laughs> swab some get of my nose, some their ears real quick and run? Dang, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't do that. I'm wondering, man. <laughs> I've been around him so much. Do you have a category that just says Matt and then just all like the stuff dialogue? No, you're not that interesting. Okay, that makes sense. Dang, is it never the people closest to you? If you're sitting here and you say something funny, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I need to use that, right? Then yeah, I'm writing it down. Okay, um, and that's what gets me in trouble with people, right? Because most of the time I get in trouble, it's not with strangers <laughs> it's with people i know <laughs> so i'll be sitting there you could be having a conversation you know over a dinner or something mm. and very serious they're just weird or quirky or something like that or you're weird or i don't know something's going on and you're just or yeah or it's a very serious conversation right and i'm just like no yeah i got you i got you i understand i understand and then my phone kind of slowly slides into my lap i open up my notes and i'm trying to type type in something <laughs> without like losing eye contact but every now and then my eye goes down to the phone just for a split second right and she's like what are you what are you are you testing somebody (laughs) i'm like no 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 (laughs) not at all sorry continue please i'm sorry (laughs) quick question (laughs) has the flash ever gone off yes dang really but i think that's happened to everybody i but that's that's more strangers where you try to take a photo and then it's like it makes a noise or a flash goes off and people look and you're just like (laughs) <laughs> you just turn around real quick and rub your head like, what was that? <laughs> oh my god! Look, or, I you, wanna... or you take a video or something, and then once you stop, it like plays back out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a storyteller. Kemp is a stalker who is a storyteller. <laughs> you know what? Maybe this is a really bad thing to put out there in the world. Do you think people might also say? That because you view them as stories, that maybe mm. they're not that, like, important. I yeah. mean, you kind of brought it up a little bit, but it's just like... No, yeah. I'll say this. I'm not using the people I care about as material, but I do use some people as just material. <laughs> 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 and you'll be like... like No, and by that, I mean, like... I think I've told you this. I'm someone that I'll go if I go on a date and it's a bad date, I'm gonna enjoy it regardless. Because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. there's a moment that switches in my head where I'm like, "This is a story," you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just enjoying it for that. So in those moments, like, I guess you could say I'm using someone as material, which is a horrible thing. But it's like, I don't know. It's already like it's going downhill already. Like, what am I supposed to do? Just walk away from, the, walk away from the date. But I, I guess might that's as well a, just sit down and have that's some another popcorn. Story. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm not just going to be like, you know what? This ain't working. I'm out. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to finish the dinner. <laughs> um, but That's an interesting way of viewing it. Yeah, so yeah. it's just, you're all, I'm always kind of in that storytelling mode. I really am. I think people could feel like they're being used yes. or like they're just material. Mm-hmm. Just things um, to be inspiration. That's it. But I think that's a compliment. I don't know. Like, mm. to me, I don't view that as a negative thing. 
You, you know why? It's because you are a storyteller. So it's like their old the thing is like, the fact that you are unique and you bring that into the world and you're like, I don't know. Like, I think that's dope. Yeah. Like, I would never create something that's like intentionally just like tearing someone down or harming someone. So it's not like right. I'm taking stuff from you just to put it in a bad light. Right. And most of the time that if you see a character that you think resembles you. Mm hmm. It's probably not you because it's literally, I take probably like 75 different traits from different people and mix them together to make one person. Gotcha. Like I never just pull from one person or just one area. You know, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a compliment. Mm-hmm. It's like people, if I think you're funny and you're making people laugh, I'm like. You're going to use that. Like, yeah. Um, but I guess like uh, like you said, being like feeling like you may be in the third person all the time. Yes. They're like, you're not actually connecting with me. You're just but watching I, me on stage. I love those moments. Gotcha. Like I live for them. I love to learn what they are and how to recreate them and stuff like that. So if I'm geeking out mm-hmm. with you, like I am highly enjoying <laughs> enjoying the moment. But I get no, I get why people are like are upset and taken back by it and like don't like I get it. Yeah. No, I got you. Right. Um, and I probably do need to learn how to be more present <laughs> in, in a moment sometimes to turn it off. Um cause I'll probably get in trouble mm-hmm. many more times. Jonathan, you right in your head right now. Stop. Play. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where you at right now? Nah, man. Honestly. Scene three. <laughs> Scene three. <laughs> Trying to come up with act two right now. You don't even know Christina. <laughs> nah, I think that's uh dang man. There there there's some interesting stuff in that, I will say. But I, I can I can understand where it comes from. We talk about gathering inspiration. The feature film we're working on right now is literally a good like two hundred ideas mixed together. Right. It started with a really small concept and it was like, how can we build and make this bigger? Went and scrolled through my notes and just start grabbing stuff that I have found and threw it into one script. That whole <laughs> yeah. script is just inspiration pulled from every direction. It's funny. I was having a friend with a conversation on the phone the other day. So she'll come to me with concepts and ask, is this a good concept? What do you think about it? And a lot of her concepts, I don't feel like they're big enough to write a film around. Mm, However, I told her, I was like, start writing down these concepts because I think they're brilliant concepts. They're just, it's not a film. Yes. Like for you to say, and this is on her concept, I'm coming up with this on the spot. I want to write a movie about a person who is addicted to drying off. Right. They only get wet so they can dry off. So they'll take a lot of showers, but they actually hate the showers. They just want to dry off. You know, right? So <laughs> that's that's I mean that's actually that's really interesting. Okay, as dumb as it sounds, that's a very interesting character trait. Gotcha. Okay. However, that's not a movie. Yeah. But if you have twenty interesting character traits or ideas like that, they come together and they make a movie. Yeah. So my thing is, you have all these small concepts and small ideas and just funny things and like write them down because. Everything, because you may not have a movie with that one, but once they start coming together and you're like, I have this um, psychotic ex-boyfriend and I really want to show he's crazy. How do I do that? Right. 
oh, maybe he's addicted to drying off. He just takes showers to dry off 24-7. Like, it's, like, just those little traits to, like, kind of show it visually or something like that, you know? But it's just, that was a weird example. But I'm mm. like, just write stuff down because nah, it comes in handy. It's good. And it's, like, it's actually kind of crazy. A lot of my best ideas come from just combining concepts. And I just never thought about it like that because it's yeah. just, like, try to make a story with one concept. And you're like, dang, that doesn't work until you mix them together. It just creates this whole other whole other facet there's some things that just may not work with your concept or your story yet until you're like let me combine these things i feel like that's the thing i'm learning recently that i feel like i shouldn't be learning or not recently but more so i don't know 2020 2019 something like that i feel like i should have got that from film school but i didn't i didn't get like combining concepts and i never thought about it like that that you can just do that and it's just like it makes this whole other thing to your story yeah I mean, I think there's this idea of coming up with, like, one high-concept idea that just, yeah. like, carries your story. So everyone's just looking for that one idea and throwing stuff away 24-7. But it's like, I mean, once you have that high-concept idea, you still got to flesh it out. And, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the times, what makes your story unique is those extra tidbits. So it's interesting to hear that you're not as weird as me, um, <laughs> that you don't <laughs> document everything you see. I'll say I'm not a stalker. Yeah. I draw inspiration, but I guess I'm not going to. Mm. I'll take pictures. I'm not saying you're a bad person. No, it's, <laughs> but, it's okay. but there are some weird parts that I'm like, I probably won't. Yeah, I, I don't down, think I have that confidence. I write down do conversations, yeah. everything, man. Funny Word. things I've seen. Notes and notes and notes and notes. Bring up a note for us. Anything that you've like recorded recently, too? Yeah. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, It's like yeah, a day ago. A day ago. I definitely wrote stuff down the other day. Okay. Gotcha. So it'll be random things. So the other day I was walking with a female. Right. And she told me afterwards that she felt safe walking from with me. So they thanked me and they were like, thank you because it's been a while since I felt safe walking. Right. Right. And that was the funniest thing ever to me. And I had to write it down to remember this moment because I didn't feel safe at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, we were walking, and I'm literally peeking over every two seconds. I'm peeking over my shoulder. Like, I'm like, yo, we going to get thrown into an alleyway out here. And I kept peeking over my shoulder. So I thought it was a funny contrast. Right. To, like, that would be hilarious in a story to me somewhere. That, like, <laughs> just see, yeah. the different realities these two people are experiencing when yeah, <laughs> they think the opposite. Because I was scared. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, "Why are we here?" Goodness <laughs> gracious! <laughs> what the heck? That's not. All that's right. not. That one's not really invasive. Right. It's yeah. Like, that one's just a moment that you yeah. share with. So somebody. that's what I mean. I write moments down. I write stuff right. like that. Nothing's wrong with the moments. What's another one? I don't like ranch. Why? I just don't. Okay. Like it depends. Like it really has to like be mixed in with something or something like that. But for the most part, ranch by itself. You don't like it on French fry, a chicken tender, something? No, nah, I don't care for ranch. Okay. So I have ranch in my fridge. Right. Someone was at my house. They know I don't like ranch. They right. looked in my fridge. They said, "Why do you have ranch in your fridge?" Mm. I said, "Why not?" They said, "Cuz you don't like ranch." And I said, "Okay, but what if someone comes here who likes ranch?" And they said, so you bought this ranch for who? Who's coming here? <laughs> who's going to like ranch? I don't know. But just in case someone comes here who likes ranch. And they said, this doesn't make sense to me. Why would you buy ranch just in case someone else asked for it? 
And I was like, I don't know, maybe I'm making something that like goes really well with ranch. And someone's like, you want or you have any ranch? And I'm like, yeah, I do. It's right there in the fridge. Like I just bought it because I thought it was something you should have, you know, but they just couldn't wrap their mind around that. Right. Mm hmm. It sounds so like your girl is this, mad at no, you. No, no, no. So thinks you're cheating. That's funny. <laughs> so it wasn't that situation. Right. However, I was thinking about it in the moment, and I was like, this is hilarious because I feel like this would be a cheating moment. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny to think about, like, how you show someone doesn't trust somebody. And I thought them buying something like ketchup where they don't eat ketchup just because they're like, everyone eats ketchup. Right. And she's like but you don't eat ketchup. Like, why the hell would you buy ketchup? And she's going off on him. I thought that was hilarious. So I wrote that down. I didn't go through a cheating moment, but right. it was like, I think it's a funny, like, I could spin it to that and put it in a moment like that to really show two characters who aren't getting along. Exactly. And then you could drag that even longer of like, you make that a little small part in the beginning of the movie or something. And in the middle of the movie, they go to a friend's house and she's like, do you have any ketchup? Right. And she's, he's, they're like, no, we don't really eat ketchup. It's just a moment where they're both sitting there in their heads. They don't say nothing, but the guy's like, yeah. And she's just like pissed at the moment. So I, I just thought that was a funny moment. Right. So like stuff like that, things are happening to me 24-7, and I'm like, I got to write it down. I got um, you. Like it, it's a funny thing to say now, so you, you'll remember it. But then like three months from now when you're writing for something, you just don't always think of that stuff. And then you're scrolling through and you're like, ranch in the fridge. That, that's right. it. It's yeah. just like, you know, it's just moments like that. You just collect them. You just grab them. It's like little nuggets of gold from life that they give you. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. So wait, let me ask you this quick question. Because yeah. I feel like I'm weird for this. I talk to myself a lot when I'm trying to work out ideas or whatever it is. Honestly, I try. I talk to myself a lot just to figure things out because mm -hmm. that's just how I th Yeah, I talk think. to myself. Okay. Okay, awesome. Because I do feel like weird for that. I don't think I don't think it's just a filmmaker thing, but truly, I do find myself like talking to myself. I'm like, dang, I gotta stop doing. Honestly, that. I think you have issues if you don't talk to yourself. Why do you say that? I don't know. Like, I think it's one of those things of like self-reflecting. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to be able to sit down and talk to yourself every once in a while. Gotcha. Like, how are you just? How are you just driving out here? <laughs> like, how are you just, just driving through life and through? Yeah, in silence. Like, who is? <laughs> Who is up there with you? Nobody. <laughs> That's an issue. <laughs> you need someone to be like, I don't know about this. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like, like you even just if called you out them your dumb. conscience or something, yeah. but like something needs to be talking to you. I got like you. something needs to be like. That's your fourth burger. I know, I know. I'm going to do it anyway, but I know, like, something needs to be talking to you. I mean, that's true. But just one person. If you got three or four. <laughs> That's a that's another issue <laughs> on the other that's, spectrum. I was gonna <laughs> say at least one person in there is saying, "Yo, saying something to you." But yeah, I feel like a lot something. of people say that they do it inside here rather than out loud. I do it out loud. There may All not right. be a difference. Explain how you talk to yourself. Is it like, what would Uncle Ben do if he was taking off the rights? Like, is it like that, yeah. or is it like? Don't make me sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or is it like? You know what? I'm not going to take this picture of this person because that'll be weird. And then they're like, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> like you say that to yourself. <laughs> do it, do it. And he turned back. No, I think I'm good. What are you? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> Why do you have scissors in your hand then? <laughs> Cut the fabric. <laughs> You're going back and forth talking to yourself? I'll give you an example. 
Yeah, run me through it. My head and my mouth are talking at the same time. I know, it sounds weird, but truly the conversation may sound like, dang, I just really like this song because it just has like a nice beat to it. Like, you hear that? I do. I do hear that. It sounds like, it's just like the- Yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not with you on that one. No, I'm wait, sticking wait, wait. the videotaping my people and secretly audio recording them. That's crazy. Okay. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. I just like. All right, we'll do this. Yes. Crazy. I'm crazy. Okay. That's psychotic. Wow. Yeah, dang. That's on a whole nother level. If I'm crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I it's... do like it. You hear that beat right there? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you talking to? But it's just like it's inside my head. So literally it's just like one dialogue that's going. So it's just Wait, like, that's in your head. What's going out loud is that's a good beat right there. And when it goes like eh, and then inside my head it's like, yes. It going like Okay. I don't know how okay. to completely that's, explain that's it. Thinking. No, because I thought you were saying you were saying all that out loud. Oh no 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 no, no. my bad. What? So I thought you were talking all that and something else is happening in your head. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was like, chill. This whole podcast was about to change. Yeah, chill out, G. You are on a whole nother level of crazy. Nah, 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 nah. It's it's legit. All right. My mind's working and my no, I do that. I, talking. I mean, I, I think everyone does that. Okay. Especially you talking about music where you just like Gonna be. <laughs> yeah, just randomly in a room by yourself. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Okay, awesome. I I may not go out of my mo- way to take pictures of somebody, but like I completely understand just of taking inspiration from life. Because I think you even said this at one point in one of our other episodes. You have to live life first if you're gonna tell a story mm-hmm. <laughs> that you want to tell. Yeah, you have to write what you know before you write mm-hmm. anything. Because if it's going to p- come from a place of, like, honesty, oh, truth, yeah. then that's the only way it's going to come. So, yeah, you definitely have to live life to be a good storyteller. Going through film school, a lot of the storytellers there weren't good because they didn't have perspective. Like, right. they hadn't really experienced anything. I think people get confused about that write what you know because I think it means two things. I think, one, it does mean... Write what you know, write what you've experienced, write what you've been through, write what the places you come from, like right. the the way you see the world. Like, that's what they're telling you to do. Don't try to copy anybody else's experience. However, you can experience empathy for people, even if you haven't gone what they've gone through. Mm-hmm. And you got to like, you have to be very like, you have to be careful with this mm-hmm. because I'm not telling you that. If you're a straight man, you can write a gay man's story. Right. Or if you're a white person, you can write a black person's story. Or you know, I'm I'm not saying that. Right. Like you can feel similar empathy in certain situations. Like we can learn the same lesson by going through two different things. Yes. So just because you went through a different thing and learned that lesson, it doesn't mean you can't you don't have the empathy for what I went through because you understand the lesson learned. Right. And it's kind of the same emotions firing. So you can still relate that to that story. Like you can be like, okay, I understand that. Like I felt it in a different situation. Right. So it doesn't mean necessarily I've never been a gangster. I can't write a gangster movie. Right. Like if you understand emotion and you've experienced it and you've. You can navigate through Yeah. That. So yeah. it's one of those things of like when I say you have to go live life, you have to like 
face emotion. You have to experience it. You can't write a real love story if you've never experienced. <laughs> I, I mean, that's one of the things. Like, if you've never experienced like what it's like to be in a relationship or love or something right. like that, like why are you writing a love story? What do you know? Exactly. Like, you're just you're t- writing it from the perspective of what you've seen and what you've experienced. Right. Um, which some people do, view. and they tell great stories from it. But it's not. They're not necessarily writing a love story. They're writing maybe broken love stories or like you know what that that love story they saw did to them and how it influenced them but it's not like you gotta know perspective exactly so go out live life that's what's going to make you a good storyteller you have to empathize with places and characters and things that you like you haven't experienced or you don't agree with you ever learn a lesson or (laughs) you try to learn a lesson Mm-hmm. Uh, from a story that something that happened to your life but you can look back on it and be like i learned the wrong fr- thing from that some people get out of a relationship and you might look at that person as the bad guy yeah very um, much so. but then you're like oh shoot there were some issues that i was dealing with that i didn't even know at that point in time yeah until i had the experience more of life sometimes we write a story with a good intention and end up kind of writing the wrong thing, trying to get people to learn a lesson through yes. the wrong way. I mean, you have to analyze every side of a story yeah. as a as a creative. And I think that's the hard part. We're someone who can watch any movie. <laughs> right. And if it's a good written movie, we can argue for the bad guy. Right. I've seen a lot of people write stories mm-hmm. where, like you said, it's from their perspective, maybe coming out of a relationship or something like that. Right. And they've never set to ask or really looked at the reason the other person did the things they did. Exactly. Or like if there was any fault on their part. Now you're writing stories that are just very not well rounded. <laughs> you have shallow characters. You mm-hmm. have just incidents that aren't really touching people because they're not telling a whole truth. I think you have to be honest with yourself and you really have to break down this stuff. Filmmaking, in a sense, I, I've heard a lot of people say this filmmaking is therapy. Yeah, and oh, a yeah, lot of people don't—they sure. don't go to therapy. <laughs> so even for the filmmakers making it, it's therapy for them because that's what they're doing. They're looking themselves in a mirror. They're asking themselves these questions. They're pretty much doing therapy with themselves. Yeah. Um. And look how many people <laughs> don't do that and avoid it and think it's an issue. So like, if you're not able to take a mirror to yourself mm-hmm. or just things you've gone through, um, and you're not ready to face trauma, you're not ready to. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> sit through a therapy session yourself like you aren't gonna ever be able to tell great stories like when you're trying to like explain an emotion and portray it in a story in a film you need to know how things make you feel to capture emotion like what is frustration like you have to understand what that is and you have to kind of view your frustration in a third person and reflect on it to kind of like re-portray that yeah i view frustration as needing a napkin going to a fast food restaurant and all the napkins they give you being grease stained. <laughs> That's frustration to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, when I'm yeah. like, how do I show this in a film? It's like, you take yeah. that moment and you use it. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that people can like hark back to and be yeah. like, this is relatable. Yeah. I can understand that whether it's yeah. the same thing or not. And when you want to show someone at wit's end, you put them in a frustrating situation like that. But yep. unless you can reflect on those moments in your own life, how do you do that? sit down watch like a movie replay it reflect on it every part of it and that's for sure i think as i'm writing stories i feel like i'm learning 
I'm kind of going through that lesson over again and actually yeah. being like, dang, I never really looked at it or thought about mm-hmm. it like that. I mean, like you said, it's therapy. Like you're going through the lesson with that character as yeah. you continue to write their story. And like really. And once you write that other side, you're like, oh, yeah, <sighs> you're like, oh, <laughs> maybe I was a bad guy yeah. at some point in time. <laughs> um, there's like there's there's both sides to the situation that you have to look at. Like you said, you have to be fully rounded. You're never going to be a good filmmaker if you don't do your research, whether that's like the kind of story you want to tell and you're putting it in the setting or anything like that. But it also should apply to just like the theme that you want people to get out of your story. Yeah. Or else it'll just like it'll be flat. It'll be flat or you might be teaching people the wrong You're thing. You're right. And that's what anything. <laughs> like, yeah. It could be a com- comedy movie. If you haven't researched comedy or studied it, like, or made yourself <laughs> a student to it, yep. it's not going to be funny. <laughs> exactly. Even naturally funny people, they're following comedic rules that they don't realize they're following, but they picked it up from other places. You're you right. Know? To really be the best, you need to break down and understand what you're doing. Exactly. Um, those famous comedians who are selling out places and stuff like that, they're not naturally funny anymore. Like, they right. started out naturally funny. But best believe they know <laughs> they're masters. At they what they doing. know what they're doing. Yeah. They know exactly what they're doing. Like they've broken it down. They've gone through it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you know what? That's another thing about being a filmmaker is like the fact that you. I mean, it com- it comes with a lot of things, but I feel like you have to also be filmmaker writer has to be being your own worst critic sometimes too. So viewing your story, looking at what you're, yeah, I mean, we went over this and with your writing, mm-hmm. um, but that you look at the story that you're writing and you're like, ah, I hate this. I hate that. Uh, and going like through it and just being like, you have to constantly critique yourself yeah, to realize, like you said, what you're doing. And then also to get a good idea of what you're saying sometimes, because mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing wrong with having fun with a story. I think it's all cool to have fun with the story, but sometimes you put stuff in there that's just like it leads people astray from the story or it just kind of leads them off um, yeah. from what you're actually trying to say. And it's just like, well, why would you put that in there? You're like, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I just thought maybe it might be cool. Nothing wrong with that. Some places there's a time and place for it. Um yeah. Is what I would say. Film lessons, life lessons. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the Kick Face podcast is all about. Viewing life through the lens of filmmakers and that's what we are my name is jonathan kemp my name is matthew walker we are kickface studios thank you for rocking with us we rock with you and we'll see you next time peace